a Radio 1 91FM podcast. And right now I'm joined by the Director and con- Group Controller of the Civil Defence Emergency Management Otago, Chris Hawker. Morena to you, Chris. Morena, how are you, Jamie? Not too bad, mate, and yourself? I'm oh, doing well. Very good. Thank you for coming in this morning. You're welcome. Um, you have one of those jobs, we have that job where every day you don't really have to go to work is a great day on the job. You're right. <laughs> well, we do have to go to work yeah. because... A lot of our job is before shit happens. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, I got told years ago that uh, a good emergency manager, the one thing that you have to have is a good imagination. Yeah. Sad thing about it is that imagining what might happen to us is actually not that much fun, really. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And, mm. and the thing is, um, before you experience, I don't think you can really ever imagine it. I think until you've actually been through something, you yeah. don't really think that it's ever going to happen. You know, we fortunately, we have this thing called the human condition that says, well, it's never going to happen to me. Mm. Mm. And that's a good thing, because if we all went around thinking that it was going to happen to us, man, what a world we'd live in. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'd be freaking out looking over <laughs> our shoulders, waiting for any rumble or anything like that. Um, now, what a, you know, when we think of civil defence and we think about emergency management in Otago, I, you, you know, you think disaster relief, um, that kind of stuff. But what are the main roles? What are your main jobs? I think one of the biggest things that we, we do and we should be doing is trying to convince everybody that civil defence emergency management isn't just me sitting in an office dreaming up what might happen. Uh It's actually all of us, and one of our biggest roles is actually trying to convince everybody that if everybody did a little, the whole community would have done a lot. Yeah. Because there is no um, white knight, there is no standing army. Um, When something happens, like the Christchurch earthquakes, like the Kaikoura earthquakes, and, and even just big storms, um, people get isolated pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and especially in a country like us. Uh, and I think you just really need to be aware of the fact that there are going to be times that you have to look after yourself. Yeah. That there isn't going to be anybody rushing down the road to give you a hand. No, there's a lot of people. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And and you know, and you're only a, a group in a small group. Uh, that so you're not going to be outside everybody's fence within half an hour of an event happening. Well, one of the key things that civil defence, the nationally has been putting out for years is that you need to have you know three days of supplies to to get through actually it's more like a week Mm -hmm. um you need to do that and a lot of things that happen when something is predicted to be coming like a big storm as you look at the supermarkets and you start seeing people panic buying yeah and i've always been fascinated that do you know what the the people buy first out of all the supermarket what what they run out of first milk Toilet paper. Toilet paper? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Uh, funny. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's weird like that. It's the same at Christmas time. Everything's gone. You know, no one's prepared for anything ever. Yeah, Sumac's only shut for a day and a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, okay, and, you know, I guess the three main points uh, for you as well, uh, the, um, get ready at home, get ready at work, get ready in your community, get your communities ready as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Com- community is about all of us as, as well, Yeah. but obviously starting at home. It's always family first, and whether that's the flat family or whether it's the home family or wh- wherever you are, whatever the construct is, Yeah. Um, it's looking after your own whanau yeah. um, and then looking at the at the bigger picture from that point. Yeah. So, I mean, when we're, when we're looking at, at home, that you said before, supplies. Yes. You know, you, so you want your non-perishables, you want water, which you'll co- probably have to constantly update every three months or so, you know, so it's yes. fresh. So. E- either that or you have 
ways of of cleaning the water so you've got things like acutabs yeah so that you can actually um, sterilize the water or you can boil it mm-hmm. um, so there are ways that you can you know you don't necessarily have to have great buckets full of water at home but um, you've got to have ways of getting clean water or making clean water uh, and I know this is going to freak the students out but your internet could be down so, yeah. you know, you might not have Smart the internet. No <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> um, so, a radio is really important. Let's go old school, like us right now. Absolutely. You know, a battery-powered radio. You know, so you can find out what is going on. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the we we get and we're all it doesn't matter what age we are and you know i had to turn my smartphone onto flight mode when i came in um you know we rely on these things now um i'm the i'm a product of the canterbury earthquakes Mm. i've uh, had the the displeasure of experiencing all of that and i was at the university of canterbury at the time so we were in the process on the 22nd of february of evacuating the campus and the number of people and not just students but also academics as well that were walking along looking at their smartphone trying to either ring home or see what was happening and they weren't taking any notice of the world around them Mm -hmm. so the buildings were waving around um, and bits were cracking and breaking and people were focused on their smartphones Um, being aware of your surroundings is actually critically important yeah yeah and um, like you were saying a little bit off here before if there is a quake don't go especially if you're in town uh, in shops and stuff, don't go running outside because those facades that sit over top of the buildings, especially here with uh, the old concrete and whatnot, they'll, they, they'll crumble, they'll fall, and we saw that happen in Christchurch. Yeah, and Dunedin is particularly prone to that. Most buildings won't come down, but the outer skin, the bricks, the unreinforced masonry, the, the porticos and the signs and all the stuff that's on the outside of the buildings, those things will come down mm-hmm. uh, in many instances. So if you're close to a building and the ground starts to shake, go inside, not outside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other things that are, I guess are really important um, for, for around the household um, is, is kind of coming up with a plan with your flatmates. You know, of, of yes. what to do in, in an event. And I know it's a weird thing to talk about, I guess, but it's an important thing. Uh, and also get some contents insurance if you can, or some kind of insurance for your house. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, New Zealand's one of the most insured countries in the world, and I would think most students, either through mum and dad's uh, insurance policies or whatever, have got some sort of a cover. Yeah. Um, but actually being able to, to look after yourselves for a while and... Uh, and like part of getting the community ready is knowing your neighbours, and that's mm-hmm. one of the great things about, you know, um, the Scarfy end of town. Yeah, um, is the fact that you know you, most students would know who was in the flat next door, and and together you're stronger. Yeah, um, two tins here and one packet there, and you can make enough to to get through. One of the things at the end of Castle Street, there's a bit of a like a rest home type place, and this really, I think it's really important for people to know maybe to get to know the vulnerable people in their communities. Yes, you know. Yeah. You know the the elderly, um, maybe people with disabilities and, and, and the like. So if you get to know them now, in an event, um, you can go when when you've got yourself secure, you can go and check them out. There's one of the things that we learnt very very clearly in the Christchurch earthquakes is the value of of the student population. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to know Sam Johnson really well. Yep. I, I was leading the response, the university's response to the earthquakes. And, uh, and working with Sam and with the team that literally started off as the silkworms and then rapidly became the student volunteer army is that what the student population can do for the community around exactly as you're talking about vulnerable people that are close by is just immense yeah I bet you're blown uh, away oh absolutely incredible I had a phone call from uh, 
from a lady on the east side of Christchurch and she rang up, she wanted to speak to somebody, I'm not quite sure how she managed to get to me but um, she said that she just wanted to tell me about what had happened and, and, and the students in her street, normally what I would get was, you know, they've been ripping out letter boxes or taking a dump on the front lawn or whatever and, uh, and she was an elderly lady on her own, she'd just been hit for the second time with massive liquefaction around her house, destroyed a beautiful garden mm-hmm. and four students walked in the door uh, or walked up the driveway with a couple of shovels and a wheelbarrow and said, hello dear, can we help? Yeah, and she burst into tears, and to be fair, probably so did I. Yeah, yeah and it yeah. was just fantastic to know that there's that level of support. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a great thing. Um, work. I'm at work right now. Um, you would hope that, and, and we certainly do, but most workplaces have a have a plan in place. And, and do you find that? No. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> most workplaces don't have a plan in place. There is a wonderful photograph uh, from the Christchurch, again, the Christchurch earthquakes of business continuity. There was an accountant who had managed to sneak back into his building, oh, and wow. they, somebody took a photograph of him outside the building holding one computer under each arm. And we're not talking laptops, we're talking yeah. the full size towers. And that was his business continuity because everything, all his business was contained in those two computers, yeah. and he had to get them out. So it's not just it's not just us as individuals that need to take that act, that action. It's the um, it's the whole of the community you live in, whether it's your business. I, I've got to say that the University of Otago have done a huge amount um, in actually helping to develop preparedness for the university. They've mm-hmm. put a lot of effort into it. Um, Andy Ferguson is the emergency manager for the university and has done a tremendous job of of getting things prepared. Um, and a lot of that is learning from others. You know, Andy and, uh, and the team down here were heavily involved and supported the University of Canterbury during the Christchurch earthquakes. So, you know, those lessons have been brought back and, and are making a difference here. But there's a lot of other people out there that still, and businesses that still need to do a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I guess they probably see it cutting into work time. <laughs> yeah, it only matters when it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and that's uh, the sad reality, as you were saying earlier on. It's that, um, that what happened to me mentality or what happened to us. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then it does. Um, what are... Um, yeah, and then we had the community thing, get to know your neighbours, because if you don't know them now, you're going to get to know them. That was another thing from Christchurch. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You'll be sharing a toilet. Yeah, well, you'll be figuring out how to make a toilet for yeah. a start. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's been fascinating watching the flat that have put their hand up to uh, to do this you know, resilience uh, earthquake challenge. Yeah. Uh, and I was with them yesterday and will be again tonight. Um, and just watching them go through the process of okay, well, if we can't do that, how are we going to do these things? And you know, they were they were doing really well. Good, good. I'm proud of them. Um, all right. So if we wanted to know, like, I mean, the best resource, one of the greatest resources, is your website. Yes. Yeah. In advance, it In may advance. not be working on the day. No, no. <laughs> but um, just you, there's this whole bunch of information there, um, and I think it's really important because every disaster is different, every type of disaster is different, and you need to do different things for the said disasters. And we kind of talked about. Um, just quickly before, in the event of an earthquake, and of course in, in, in our recent memory, that's the one that we, we know of. Yes, you know, it's the yeah. one we remember. That's why you've been going back to Christchurch. and Sure. Yeah, but I mean, there's a whole bunch of different things. So I mentioned before the long or strong get gone type of thing. Wait for everything to sl- settle down for a little bit first though, right? I mean, yes. like you said, don't go running outside. Wait yes. 20 minutes and then um, look for high ground. And Stop, breathe, think, and, yeah. then, and then act. Yeah, um, and those those things will help you panic, 
um, is not going to help you, is not your friend, mm-hmm. um, and really look around and, and see what's happening around you before you start making decisions. But make you know the best decision you can with the information you've got. If you happen to be on the coast and the, and there is you know a big shake, there is a good likelihood that there will be a tsunami to follow. Yeah. And if you happen to be standing on the beach and suddenly the sea disappears, oh. run like hell. Yes, that's oh. right. That's, yeah. And that, well, I guess that's one of the good things about Dunedin is we do have the flat and the beach, but we've also got hills surrounding us. So yes. Yeah, we do. <laughs> you know, you're not too far away. Uh, the water is an incredible thing, and it's got an incredible power. You know, yeah. um, a, a significant tsunami in the middle of the Pacific is a very, very small bump on the on the surface. Surface. Mm. Um, but by the time it reaches the coast and it's got the inertia behind it, it can do a tremendous amount of damage. And I'm sure a lot of people will have seen a video of both the Tohoku tsunami in 2011 in Japan mm-hmm. and the Boxing Day tsunami in 2006, I think it was. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you have a look at that and you can see the power of the water. It's just relentless and it yeah. goes a long way. So, you know, running 300 metres back from the coast isn't going to be sufficient. Yeah, I mean, if you were out there on the water, you would hardly even notice it if you were out on a boat. It's just yeah. a blip, but it's long. It's very long. Yeah, and yeah. When, as I say, when it hits the shore, it starts to get big. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, scary things. Um, very scary is tsunami, <coughs> and it, because, you know, all those all those videos. But there's a whole bunch of other disasters that could happen, so it's really important, I think, for people to check out the Civil Defence website and um, click on all those different little uh, icons of, of the different things to learn um, what to do in the event of those uh, disasters, be it an earthquake, be it tsunami, um, be it fire, uh, be it anything like that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that we're more and more susceptible to is storms. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. climate change is a thing. Yep. Um, despite some people's opinion. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that comes from climate change is a changing sea temperature, which exacerbates the strength of a lot of storms. Um, you know, we saw last year with uh, cyclones Gita and Fihi, mm-hmm. um, they came further down the Tasman Sea than, than I think ever before. Yeah. Um, gave a beating to the southwest uh, of the South Island. Those things are going to continue. Um, so the storms are going to get bigger, they're going to get stronger, they're going to get longer. Um, so there's not at all surprised if we ever got a winter storm that actually stopped the city in its tracks. Well, uh, you know, I mean, we were catching kingi in the harbour last summer and summer before because the water was so warm. Yeah. Um, and we've seen from, um, you know, the amount of tornadoes we've had this year yeah. as well, you know, and that's from that. It's just, it's not something that we've seen before. Mind you, you know, we haven't been on the planet for that long. Yeah. Um, but the reality is that, you know, in our collective lifetimes, um, we haven't seen these events. And they're starting to happen. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, it was it was really rare. I mean, I remember both are, you know, and that was a one in a hundred year storm and now that stuff's yep. happening every 10 you know five two three years well look what's happening on the east coast of the u.s at the moment i've been watching the wind map actually this mm. morning so uh, yeah if anybody hasn't seen windy tv have yeah. a look. just put oh, really? windy into the google and go and have a look it's fascinating and it's uh, actually a great way to see what the uh, what the wind and the and the weather is doing i think i'm going to do that once you leave one of the best sites i've just been looking at my little wind map here oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll enjoy windy it's all live all right um, yeah and funnily enough i just watched north carolina's civil defense uh talking on facebook as well before you came in <laughs> uh, and it's terrible it's absolutely terrible I shouldn't laugh about it but it's a horrible thing um right uh, today there's going to be an earthquake drill Yes. At uh, 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're listening now, don't freak out when that goes off. But um, do what you're supposed to do. And there'll be people around the university helping people and directing them around, no doubt. Sure.
Yep, yep, brilliant. Um, Chris, um, well, thank you so much for coming in this morning. It's been a pleasure having you here. Thanks, Jamie. It was great. Yeah, have yourself a wonderful day, and uh, hopefully you don't have to go to um, work anytime soon. These are the things we don't want to do. Just dream about it and not actually have (laughs) to do it. that's right. Oh, you've got some terrible dreams. (laughs) Thanks, uh, Jamie. Have a great day. You you too. You too. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.